0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Wolf of Wall Street. It was 1998 in a luxury house on the coast of Long Island. The smell of cigarette smoke and alcohol hung over the place. Young men and women were dancing like there was no tomorrow. It was a lavish party. Suddenly, people heard the wail of a siren. Policemen entered the house, walked straight up to Jordan Belfort, and handcuffed him. Belfort was once a prominent stockbroker of Wall Street, infamously known as what Forbes called the twisted version of Robin Hood and the Wolf of Wall Street within the Wall Street Circle. Born and raised in an ordinary family, Belfort has no academic background in finance. However, he was able to establish himself in the capital-driven world within a very short time. Through despicable schemes, he was able to make $12 million effortlessly in just three minutes. By the age of 31, Belfort was already a multimillionaire. But at 36, he was arrested on federal fraud charges. How did Belfort accomplish this primitive capital accumulation within such a short time? And how did he end up in jail, redeem himself later, and even get his life story on the big screen. The Wolf of Wall Street is more than just an autobiography. Rather, it's an intriguing story of mindset transformation. Belfort was encouraged by a fellow prisoner to write this book in jail. While he was in jail reflecting on his past, the outside world was still perturbed by what he had done. Several publishers competed to get the rights to publish his book. Later, Hollywood showed interest in making this book into a movie. It was reported that Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio competed to play the role of Belfort in the film of the same name. Leonardo DiCaprio got the role in the end, and the film was a blockbuster, grossing several hundreds of millions of dollars. It was nominated for several awards, including the Academy Award for Best Picture, and was also selected as one of the Top Ten Movies of the Year at the 14th AFI Awards. What makes the difference between a financial magnate and the average Joe investor? Are they born rich and tenacious? Are they always successful and do they never fail? We'll find out the answers by following the footsteps of Belfort, a Wall Street's legendary figure whose life was once defined by greed, sex, and drugs. We'll unlock this book in the following four parts. Part 1 The Making of a Business Genius Part 2 founding his own firm and making a mint. Part 3, Fighting Against the FBI. Part 4, Self-Redemption. In 1962, Jordan Belfort was born into a middle-class family in New York City. His parents were both accountants. Due to his family's influence, Belfort became quite sensitive to money at an early age. He was also a boy who had little sense of security and he often saw his parents as stubborn and bossy. In Belfort's eyes, his father was insane. He was a chainsmoker and an alcoholic who would go berserk every time he got drunk. This frightened little Belfort. His mother was an ambitious Jewish woman. Having been an accountant for most of her life, she started studying at a law school when she was almost sixty. A strong-willed woman who pursued freedom, she placed high hopes on Belfort from the time he was in the cradle and aspired for him to study medicine when he grew up. As a teenager, Belfort was shorter than his peers and not very good looking, which made him a target of ridicule by his classmates. This frustrated him and lowered his self-esteem. Being rejected and mocked it left a scar in his heart, which heavily influenced the shaping of his values. To him, all these unhappy things happened because he had little money, so he made up his mind to become rich. Adult Belfort would call himself a natural-born businessman. For him, making money was a piece of cake, and he believes he can find business opportunities everywhere as long as he looks for it. Belfort undoubtedly showed business talent from a very young age. When he was just a little boy, he would take a shovel with him after a blizzard and knock on doors in the neighborhood to ask if they needed someone to clear snow in exchange for his services, he would get $20. With such good business sense, Belfort sold Italian ice on the local beach each summer for several years, earning enough money to pay his way through college during the winter months. After his graduation from college, without a clear career goal, Belfort initially took his mother's advice and gained admission at the University of Maryland School of Dentistry in Baltimore. However, The dean's speech at the commencement ceremony dampened his hopes, the golden age of dentistry is over and if you are becoming a dentist to make a lot of money, then you should quit now and save yourself the time and aggravation. So Belfort immediately made a decision, he dropped out of school the very first day he was there. Since it was the wrong place, why not get out of it as soon as possible? After dropping out of school, Belfort went back home and started to do what he had always been good at, selling. First he sold frozen lobsters and steaks door-to-door. Thanks to his sales skills that he had accumulated since he was young, Belfort quickly became the best salesperson in his company. However, working as a salesman was too safe for his growing ambition. Belfort soon realized that selling frozen food alone was not very profitable. So, within months, he founded his own company and built a truck fleet. However, as he was too eager to make money, he tried to expand his business too quickly and ended up with insufficient cash to keep the company running. At the age of 25, Belfort filed for bankruptcy. After this failed venture, he set his sights on the synonym for wealth, the heaven for fortune seekers, and the heart of the U.S. financial markets, Wall Street. With the help of a friend, Belfort later became a stockbroker. Since he had no academic background and professional experience in the financial world, Belfort was given the lowest position in the company, making sales calls. He was understanding toward and readily accepted his seniors' unprovoked insults and personal attacks on him, and he showed great interest in yearning, because all the swear words that came to his ears fueled his desire to be liberated by money. When the market-closing bell rang, everyone would look up at the large trading screen. That's when he would remind himself that no matter what he was doing, another day in utopia is over. Belfort got his stockbroker's license after six months of hard work. But he was unlucky. On the very first day he became a stockbroker, as he was still thinking about the difference between selling stakes and selling stocks, something happened. At four o'clock on October 19, 1987, the alarm suddenly went off. A sudden severe and largely unexpected stock market crash struck the global financial market system. In the US, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by 508 points, which was the largest one-day percentage drop since the Wall Street crash of 1929. This infamous day in 1987 is later remembered as Black Monday. Today we are just sharing limited content.